0: We live in epic times. So many things are epic now, it makes the epic seem mundane. Everything seems to need extra lights and a smoke machine. But if the good news of Jesus is really as good as it claims, is there reason to add smoke and mirrors? Greetings from First Covenant Church in Lincoln, Nebraska. I'm Pastor Evan, and this is Behind the Text, a podcast that covers the details, points, or Bible nerd stuff we just couldn't pack into last Sunday's sermon. The Bible was written in three languages, the Old Testament in Hebrew, the New Testament in Greek, and in both testaments, there is a smattering of Aramaic. In the Old Testament, we find Aramaic and post-exilic writings such as Daniel and Ezra, which would reflect Aramaic usage in the Persian Empire among the ruling and educated classes of that time. See 2 Kings 18.26 as an example. By the days of Jesus, the Old Testament had been translated into Greek called the Septuagint, abbreviated LXX, and Jesus was speaking Aramaic, not Hebrew. This tendency towards Aramaic is evidenced in the Gospels when Jesus says things such as Amen, Amen, or when we read Jesus' words in Mark 5.41, where he brings a young girl to life, and even on the cross, when Jesus quotes Psalm 22 in Aramaic, My God, my God, why have you forsaken me? Those who follow Jesus would have spoken the same language. Mary Magdalene reflects this linguistic reality in John twenty sixteen, where she excitedly calls Jesus Rabuni after she discovers him alive near the empty tomb. Now, let's connect this to the smoke and mirror sentiment at the beginning of this podcast. The Greek of the New Testament was a very common form of Greek called koine, which simply means common. This type of Greek confounded scholars for centuries, as it did not look like the classical Greek of Homer. Some hypothesized that it was some combination of languages, others that it was Holy Spirit Greek, created just for the New Testament. It turns out that it was really just common Greek, the language of receipts and ancient post-it notes. Within this historical misunderstanding, there have at times been attempts to make epic that which is rather common whether greek or aramaic there has been this occasional tendency to try to elevate things such as when mary uses the word rabuni in john 20:16 at times some scholars have tried to make this aramaic term an elevated version of rabbi rabbi means teacher but some commentators have proclaimed rabuni to be an extra special version of rabbi meaning great master in the end it appears that rabuni simply means Teacher, like its Hebrew equivalent. In Matthew 23, 8-12, Jesus tells us to be careful of our titles as his followers. Jesus' disciples are not to be called rabbi. However, Jesus' final instructions to his disciples were to teach what he taught, kind of like a rabbi. Can it be that Jesus' later instructions conflict with his earlier directive not to be called a rabbi and presumably to do what a rabbi would do? Paul's words in 1 Corinthians 3, 3-9 give clarity to what Jesus meant. Those who follow Jesus, Paul says, are not to create rival groups or new sects that would compete to outdo one another and presumably go beyond the teaching of Jesus in their rivalry, something common in Jesus' day among rabbi groups. Jesus was and remains the Savior of all, the long-awaited Messiah. Those who follow Jesus may have leaders within the church, but there is only one Savior. There is only one Jesus, and we become his disciples, not disciples of any other would-be Savior or religious guru. The Bible was written in culturally relevant language for its time. God used Hebrew because that was the language of the people to whom he chose to reveal himself. God chose Koine Greek not because it was elevated, but because everyone could understand it. God sent Jesus because it was the most understandable revelation that God could send of himself to not only rescue humans, but model who we should be and can become only by the power of Jesus. The good news is good. In fact, it is the best news available. It should always be presented in the language of the day and in ways that are culturally relevant to reveal the good news. Maybe smoke machines are useful, maybe they aren't, but we must always resist the urge to tell a different story, to innovate the good news, as this distracts and may even discredit the message. Jesus was rabuni not because this was more elevated, but because he knew Mary, and they spoke the same language. She didn't need any additives to know that the resurrected Jesus was the best news of all. Thanks for listening. If you like what you hear, subscribe to the podcast so you can continue to hear more content like this. Give us a good rating on your favorite podcast app, and share this content with a friend. Also, join us on Sunday at 10.30 a.m., online only right now, at firstcovenantlincoln.org. And if you want to support us, you can donate while you're there. Have a great day.